Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville! It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. The podcast that is hosted by the smiling sensei Barry Johnston and myself, uh, Professor Adam Beebe. We actually now have legitimate names that we can use, um, Smiling Sensei. How are you, Smiling Sensei? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, man? How are things? I, doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Um, hey, kind of, you know, a cool thing here uh, I wanted to mention right off the top of the bat. Um, uh, well, firstly, I should mention that right off the top of the bat, uh, this is our um, Thanksgiving episode, but not our Thanksgiving episode. Uh, the Thanksgiving episode we are, we're hoping to have prepared uh, for you so generously, like a cornucopia of food that Grandma made, um, and put it before you uh, for your feast uh, for your ears. Uh, we'll just we're, well we had we had some difficulties in arranging that, uh, so we'll get that to you at a future date with the mystery family member, um, who is uh, uh, my sister. Uh, oops, spoiled the mystery. But yeah, we'll get that settled, and that'll be uh, in the future, and that'll be a fun one. But uh, we do have a Thanksgiving episode with some old friends returning. Uh, but first, I wanted to mention this, that um, uh, one of our tweets, uh, we tweeted something, well, we tweeted something at a uh, a noted, noted person, uh, a person of note, who, uh, and they liked what we said. Um, so... Uh, Neil Gaiman, the oh, uh, wow. creator of Sandman yeah. and Coraline and um, so many things, American Gods, so many good things. Um, he had made a tweet about how several of his books, as well as other books, had been banned. Um, uh, books and graphic novels had been banned by some school in uh, uh, Texas, probably. Uh-huh. Um, there's like three a list of 300 books that had been banned by this school, and um, I uh, people were all up in arms and you know talking about how um, terrible uh, it was, and uh, so I did a a jokey uh, thing where I uh, I said, well, uh, maybe you ought not to be writing them uh, dirty books, and. Uh, <laughs> And I posted a picture of Data from uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation in a cowboy hat and kind of doing a uh, eye roll kind of a thing, you know, kind of. So it was intended as a joke, and he liked it. So oh, nice! That's great. I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah, yeah. The podcast made that comment, not just me as an individual, but the podcast made it. So Neil, um, Mr. Gaiman, if you're out there and you're listening, uh, we love everything that you do, pretty much. Um, 
No, he's a cool dude. He's a really good human being and uh, creative person and a big fan of his work. And if you do happen to be listening, thank you for uh, all the stuff that you've uh, given us. And, of course, if you have your own personal weird story, uh, weird stories, real weird stories, because you write a lot of weird stories, we know. But if you have any real weird stories, I can only imagine the weird stories you would have been. Uh, but you, you are more than welcome. We extend this uh, invitation to you oh, uh, to, oh, yeah. to join us on the show. Oh, that, that'd be amazing. That'd be yeah, amazing. Yeah. We love that. We love that. Very cool. Uh, Very cool. Yeah. Well, and just course, just for the record, I'm against censorship on any level. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, yeah. So we're, we're um, fist bumping on that. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to share. Very cool hear that but uh very cool i'll tell you what man i don't know if it was uh the uh the 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 cold burrito i ate before i went to bed or the cbd gummies that i took but man i have had some really weird and intense dreams Mm. last night oh wow yeah i have two lately for some reason i had one um and it was it was really strange because i i I'm sure you've had it where you you're in a dream, you're in your dream, and then you wake up, but you're still in the dream. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I had one where um, I was in a dream, and I, everything was normal, and I thought it was real, right? And then I realized, you know, it was a Christmas holiday dream. But then I realized, well, no, this can't be because, you know, uh, somebody who was in the dream was was is not with us anymore. They they passed away. So. Okay. You know, I was like, well, this can't be real. And then I stopped because I stopped and realized that this person is dead. And I'm like, you know, so how is this? And then I kind of like start shifting Mm. out of the dream into another dream. Oh, wow. But I keep doing this Mm. like several times. And it's all in the same setting. It's all like my mom's, which is kind of not my mom's, but kind of my mom's. Yeah. Um, and it's my mom, my sister, my brother, and me, and then some other people there. For, and it's all Christmas. It's all holiday stuff. And it's me fighting, like, to find what is reality. Ah. And there was there were a couple times in it where I woke up in the dream from waking up in a dream, you know, like I, somebody would shake me to wake up, and I would wake up, and I'm like, okay, this is the real thing, because, you know, and then... Uh, I would wake up again or something would weird, like would shift into a gr- black and white kind of TV kind of thing. Yeah. But just, uh, in, and then I'll be like, this, that can't be right. This is not the real thing. This is not reality. And so I had to keep coming steps up, up, up to reality, to the waking. Wow. And I finally got, when I finally got to, to wake up, I wasn't as conscious as I was in the dreams. I'm kind of very, still kind of very sleepy. Yeah. And, and I had to go pee. Um, so it was very weird. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, I can't wait till we can record our dreams. No kidding, dude. Because I, yeah, I, I also had another dream that I know that you would love and your wife would love because, um, I had, uh, I had a dream that I was, uh, uh, I, I was I was in a boy band, and we were good. <laughs> yeah, we were going to get. We were at an agent's uh, office to get signed, and the agent was really shady and really slick. Yeah, you know. Yeah, 
and uh, the agent was Luke Perry. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, that's the dream yet, that's dude. very that's very timely considering all this crazy stuff that's going on with Taylor Swift and Ticketmaster. I don't know if you've been paying attention to that. But um, it's funny because my wife actually tried. She she uh, she bought Taylor Swift tickets for uh, her boss, mm-hmm. and she said for cheap seats it was three hundred fifty bucks. I mean, we're talking about nosebleeds, three hundred fifty bucks. So um, yeah, that's been highly uh, contested. I've got a, a bunch of friends of that we uh, we've got a uh, a little group text going on, and we're all. Uh, in some some way, shape, or form, either currently in the entertainment business working or have have done in the past, and it's been a hot topic on on our uh, little thread. So very funny and very timely. So look, I understand that it costs a lot to put on a big production show like what she does. Yeah, but yeah, still, it's ridiculous. It's that ridiculous. is absolutely ridiculous because. Yeah. The majority of her fans should, I mean, you shouldn't spend that much money on a band um, to go to see a, a person perform, especially if you're in nosebleeds, you know? Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I, I guess I have a pr- an issue with it from a moral standpoint. Yeah. And I get that these people are just trying to make money hand over fist. And if people oh, yeah. are willing to pay those prices, then fine. But like... My heart goes out to the little girl or or boy that wants to go see her that can't afford these tickets, and right. you know it's just sad. So, you know, and and I I don't know a whole lot about her music. I do know that she's like she's killing it right now. Yeah. I guess this last album, like she's got all ten of the number one number number one through ten on Billboard is all her um, in this new record. So that's saying something, but it, yeah, it's yeah. just. Uh, no matter how you feel about our music, it's just crazy that we're in this situation, man. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of call for um, Ticketmaster and what's the other thing that Live they Nation. Live, Live Nation. Nation. Yeah, the, 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 to be for them to be broken up um, because yeah. they're kind of they have, they're monopoly. Yeah, exactly. And they really are. They yeah. really are. Yeah. You know, and the service fees that they charge because the tickets yeah. probably you know, I mean, hell, they could be charging a hundred dollars service fee on a you know whatever oh, ticket. Yeah. So who knows? And you got to pay it because yep. you want to go and see it, and that's how they make their money. But they're gouging, and it's not the first time yep. that Ticketmaster has been. Uh, called out for this kind of practice because i remember back in the day pearl jam yeah and uh, was one of the people that really yeah. was like screw yeah to get, this is bullshit yeah so. and they ended up losing that so mm-hmm. and here we are how what 30 years later how yeah. many years later man but anyway speaking of crazy stuff crazy stories we got a crazy one for you today we we're so happy to have our old friend becky we we grew up with her we love her so much and she was able to bring her husband on, and we talked about some really cool stuff, and we're hoping that you can spend your Thanksgiving week with us and enjoy some really cool stories. Absolutely. Becky and Chad were a lot of fun to talk with, and we had, man, we covered a lot. They've had a lot. You know, Becky, you may remember from way back uh, in in the episode um I forget what the number was, but it's I need to brush up on my uh, Cheyenne, um, which I believe I mean I think it's like in, in the seventies or lower. It was she was a very early guest that we had. Yeah, 
and uh, awesome guest. So she's back and she's with her uh, with her husband Chad, who has had a ton of his own stories. So stories that he's had, and then stories that they've shared experiences they shared together and it was fun and fantastic and wild just yeah so buckle up for a uh a a, a regular s- serving and then a second course serving of uh podcast goodness and of course all the stuffing that you can take and put it on you can play you can take all the ear stuffing and put it on your plate and uh, we, you can share all the other ears, the AMs, and the year, other years, ears courses, uh, with with your with your friends and family. But hey, okay, back to back on course, as it were, uh, our main course. Uh, Becky, Chad, thank you for uh, sticking through that awkward introduction. What's your weird story? Oh, well, thank you for having us. Um, well, I. Used to live in a haunted house for about 15 years. Oh, that I actually lived there. It was my grandparents' house before that. Mm-hmm. And um, things started almost immediately when I was cleaning up the house to move in. My grandfather had passed away, and I decided to put my inheritance towards this house. And my grandmother just left all her stuff and just moved into a new house. Mm-hmm. So me and a buddy of mine, you know, we're going to like clean it up because it's it's just full. And uh, I mean, like, I think the third night we were even just there cleaning. Uh, I was leaning over a cabinet and this black shadow, you know, like someone's like I'm kneeling down. And, you know, when someone walks up behind you, you know, it'll cover you yeah. and everything in front of you. Yep. You know, and you're like, hey, I said, hey, Brandon, will you? hand me this bag over here and i hear a what in the distance he's like three rooms away and so real quick you know the hair goes to the back of your neck and i turn around real quick and you know it's just nothing there and i should have known right then and there this was going to be an interesting time but no i guess i'm a slow (laughs) it just how old were you how how old were you at this time how many years ago is this at that time uh, 18, because I just graduated, uh, was cleaning it up over the summer after graduation, was moving in at okay. the end of that summer. Uh, so just like three months later. And so, yeah, I'm only 18. And um, you know, shortly after that, you know, young, dumb, I get married shortly after, you know, she moves in. And whatever was there, you know, liked to kind of mess with guys, but it really didn't like women at all. Wow. And yeah, I mean, I would see stuff pretty regular, but it would actually mess with her. And mm. um, like, uh, you know, we didn't even have, you know, cable or satellite or anything. And, you know, I just had some movies. So a lot of times, just because we were bored, we would leave the house and walk around Walmart just goofing off, and we'd come home late at night. I know there was one night, you know, the bedroom was in the far back corner of the house. And and this is pretty early on, and we walked by this second bathroom, and the toilet flushes. And I don't mean it just, like, kicks on. I mean, you actually, like, hear the handle, and, you know, because it was an old one. 
mm-hmm. and you can actually hear the handle metal handle jiggle as it was going up and down. And I'm like, well, you know, you try to write it off. Like, well, it's an old house. Yeah, and yeah. and back of my head, like, that's not how a toilet works. <laughs> you know, if, yeah. if it, it's steeping, it doesn't actually flush, but just trying to keep it cool. And it just kept getting more and more. Um, you know, when you're just about to fall asleep, you know, you're not quite out yet, but, you know, you're dozing off. Yep. And we were both just about that way, facing away from the dresser, and I had a stack of magazines on it. And it sounded like someone picked them up about a foot and dropped them. And I mean, it's loud and I don't even move a muscle. And I'm thinking, is she asleep or awake too? And I just kind of whisper, did you hear that? And she just doesn't move, goes, yeah, that was the magazines on the dresser. And so it took a second to kind of get the nerve. Holy shit. And I look up, but they, they haven't moved. What? I mean, it was loud. It's yeah, and I'm like, they're still in the same place. It's like they just picked them up and just, just you know, dropped a stack. Wow. And Dude. you know, you you try to write that off like, well, maybe we were you know just about to doze off and we just you know kind of nudged the bed or something. Bullshit. Come on, get real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just trying to be able to go back to sleep because you got to go to work the next day. Right. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Wow. Um, what? Let me ask you this. Do it, was there any indication that things like this were happening before you moved in? Like, did your grandmother say anything about weird shit or did you experience anything when you would go visit her? Oh, yeah. I couldn't hardly sleep in the house, but uh, there were she had this one room. It was her sewing room and you had to go through it to get to the other bathroom. It's weird. It made like a big kind of circle. Because hmm. yeah, the original part of the house was very small. And then as their family grew, they added on. Right. And then as it grew more, then they added on. So a lot of, you know, exterior walls or, you know, interior walls used to be exterior and they would just cut a door and go through. And it wound up being a pretty good size house. And this doll room would just terrify the shit out of you because she had like three four hundred dolls in this room and you know just that oh man this is like you know a horror movie on crack here if one of them (laughs) some bitches move i'm getting my louisville slugger and i'm going to town yeah Yeah. (laughs) there's nothing creepier uh, than a room full of dolls i'm sorry that's right yeah and i mean even like outside in the backyard and off to the side of the house, you know, and this is out uh, towards Keystone Lake out in the country. Okay. Okay. So when it's dark, it's dark, fellas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know you, that you kind of dark. See. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and you just get this sense of dread. And I'm kind of an outdoorsman. You know, I've been a hunter and fisher all my life. And, I'm used to being outside and in the dark alone, but, and even my brother, and he's an oil field worker and he said the same thing. There's certain parts after dark, you don't go there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you just don't. And yeah. I, I never could understand why. And, but this, 
land had been in our family since just before the Oklahoma land run. I mean, we were Sooners. Yeah. And, wow. you know, just passed down generation to generation. Yeah. So wait, legit, so- legit Sooners who uh, jumped the line. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and it had been the family homestead ever since, you know. Um, wow. It's cool. I found old, like, newspaper articles talking about the farm back in the day. And, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, it was a big deal. The first commercial refrigerator you could buy fresh eggs anytime out there, and they're like, "Oh wow, wow, that's you a, know, that's something, something may, that people may not understand that that are listening to this from other parts of the country or the world." In fact, um, uh, Oklahoma got its start with the land run, where um, we offered people uh, free land. Basically, uh, you you would. Go in. You'd get your uh, your paper, and then and then basically at a time in the morning they fired a gun, and then it was everyone, every man for himself, and that's a big part of of Oklahoma's history. And um, and so when you say sooner, that is a that is a that is a person or a group of people that beat the uh the the gun firing at some point uh, probably the night before i would imagine and uh stake their claim uh before anybody else had a chance to get there which would have been easy to do by the way yeah. uh you know what also I mean? they could could have got shot too yes but uh yes. you know cuz it was yes. back yeah. then you know yeah. cuz this was all this is uh just just after the civil the american civil war and uh because my family also uh, were in the uh, the land run there, and if if you've ever saw the the movie Far and Away, yep. um, with uh, Nicole Kidman and uh, that little guy, uh, which you know um, <laughs> shall not you know, be named, I, shall not be named because <laughs> of the, uh, the the organization that he represents, <laughs> yeah. very litigious. And, yeah, but anyway, that guy. At the end of the movie, they do. There's, they have a, a scene of the land run, and it is just people getting in, literally behind a line, and all the horses and carts and everything they owned. And if they they came over from other countries or other parts of this country, and they got in and they just took off, and they would stake out plots of land and they would have it. They got it for free, but yep. they had to get here, get there, and, and be there, and uh, all of that. And that's you know. Why it's that's old school for us. Yep. You know. Yep. Big, but uh, not, that, that's mean, a part of who we are as as yeah, uh, as yeah. Oklahomans. So it's yeah. It's just good to always touch base on that because some people don't know what we're talking about when we say yeah. that. So. So cool. Exactly. So, so that's been in your family for forever. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and, over, well I over a hundred years, man. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And I mean, there was just spooky parts. Uh, you know, of the property, like, I mean, to a kid, you know, uh, we, it started out as a farm, but we eventually turned it into a ranch because we also got land other places and we'd move the herd from spread to spread. And, uh, well, if a cow died, we would drag it to this back far corner. So you get enough cows back there. I mean, you just go back there and it's just piles of bones everywhere. Yeah, man. You know, and a a wonderful smell. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I just kind of wanted to touch that you know this has been in the family a long time, and you know it's funny how most of the family you know they're most of them are old school cowboys. 
Yeah. Not yeah. rednecks. And anybody from Oklahoma know there's a difference between a cowboy and a redneck. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, you just didn't talk about it. Yeah. yeah. If you saw it, no, you didn't see nothing. Yep. Shut up and go on about your business. I tried to do that with you when we're in the car. Yeah. Did you see that? Nope. Yeah, I'm I'm driving. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! Did you? Am I blind? Did I see that? And she goes, Nope. I didn't keep see driving. Nothing. Just keep driving. <laughs> Just go that way. <laughs> we see a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like and well, I think it's because we're on the go all the time. Yeah. I mean, we go all over. Because even I, when we first got together. And he went to go show me where he used to live. I asked him when he pulled out because his brother wasn't home at the time because we were going to stop by and say hi. And I was like, who is that guy standing over there on the corner of your house? And she's like, what do you mean? Or he said, what do you mean? And I was like, there's an older gentleman in a suit with cowboy boots on at the corner of the house. He wow. was just standing there staring at us. And, and that, he didn't wow. see it. I didn't see it. But just from the description, I already knew who it was because I was. It was my grandfather. Okay, uh, okay. He passed away. Wow. And I mean, he he wore a suit every single day, cowboy boots. I mean, that was his look: black suit, you know, white shirt and tie. Wow. Um, cowboy businessman. <laughs> when did he start? And, uh, when did when did he start showing up after he passed? Uh, you know, I didn't actually just flat out see him for probably you know see him see him for a couple years uh, at that point i was divorced and sitting in my living room playing video games and i look over and there's a doorway going into our game in the game room and i kind of glance over and he's standing there just staring at me and i'm like you know, you just kind of freeze. Wow. You know, it's one thing to see a shadow kind of duck or something, but to see your grandfather standing there in a black suit and a white shirt, you know. I mean, hell, I can tell you what color boots he was wearing. It was ostrich wow. skin. I mean, you freeze in your tracks, and then just, like, I blink, and he was just gone. Wow. Is it solid? I mean, Is it a solid figure? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and he yeah. was solid. Yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't a mist shadow, nothing like that. You see through, I mean, he was standing there. I remember him. Wow, that's amazing. And, that's kind of rare, I think, we found, yeah. you know. And out of the dozens of things I'd seen, that's the first time I'd actually just seen a solid person. You know, I said, you know, yeah, he was standing there. Wow. But there's something else there, too. And... I don't know if he's kind of trying to watch out for the family or what, but because there's another thing that is, you get a bad feeling, hmm. and was, it's scary white. Has there was there has there been any kind of like, uh, you know, you try to tell, do be, be delicate here, but is there anybody murder anybody die in the house? Any kind of tragedy or murder or crime or anything like that? Not that I know. I mean, he died in the house, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think there was any kind of, you know, you know, foul play. I mean, that I don't, at least to my knowledge, right. you know, no. Yeah. So it's, you know, you turn the clock back, like I said, as long ago as that land has been in our family. And, you know, that was the territory before that. Right. So who knows yeah. that it's gone down on that land, you know, yeah. before we even. Sure. 
mean, I found like um, partial built walls out of rock. And I mean, almost like places where you could take like covering fire almost, you know, because they had portals in it, like firing muskets and stuff through. And I mean, you know, there's just stuff like that. And, uh, but you don't know the story behind it. Right. Another side of that, not quite that long back. I didn't learn this until years later talking. See, there's other relatives uh, all over that area. Okay. And, they, you know, they all came off the boat from Germany, and you know that's where they all settled. So, um, I was del- I was a mail carrier uh, for a while, and I was delivering out there. And uh, one of them mentions, "Hey, is that old car still sitting way out there on the property?" I said, "Oh, somebody hauled it off to fix it up, but uh, I remember playing on it as a kid." And he goes, "You know what that car was?" I was like, well, I just figured it was an old one that broke down out there. He goes, no, they were moonshiners, and the revenue man got an eye out for that car, and they hit it out on the property so wow. they couldn't find it. Wow. And so, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. Colorful story, so there's no telling the stuff that went down out there back in the day. That's but great. It, you, that's not something that came up at Thanksgiving dinner, I'll tell you that. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, well, I guess it kind of explained our love for cars, though, and driving fast. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, that's Is another... Hey, I drive slow with kids in the car. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't say. You know, that's a that's another yeah. that's another piece of the colorful, colorful past of the area that we live in, you know? That's yeah. like, that's just a... It's just a factual part of living in the middle of nowhere. You gotta You gotta make your booze somehow. And, yeah. and guys figured out how to do it and, and made a lot of money doing it, you know? That's probably how they paid for that uh, commercial refrigerator. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Uh, how the hell did a farm with that kind of money? We're that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do something with the crop every year, so. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact I that you're you're a German family, too. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you know, definitely. Yeah, have some booze. Yeah, so. for sure. <laughs> you know, the Oklahoma stuff's a little weak, right? So. <laughs> um, I want to say one of the scarier nights. Uh, remember when I said it didn't like women, and we were broke. I mean, ramen noodles broke. You know, yeah. <laughs> for every meal, and um, it's winter time and it's cold, so. We couldn't afford to heat that big place, so we shut off most of the house and just moved our bed into the living room just because there was a big fireplace in there. And in the middle of the night, I'm woken up with, like, her hand slapping me on the chest, and I'm trying to come to, and she's gasping for air. Just, (gasps) and I'm thinking, shit, this looks like a heart attack or something, or, you know, what the hell's going on? And then all of a sudden, she just lets out this big, and, you know, finally can breathe and she starts coughing. And she's like, it was like somebody was standing on my chest and had her hands on my throat or a foot on my throat, too. I mean, it's just, I couldn't breathe. It felt like I was sinking into the bed. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? What? And I look over and the rocking chair is swaying back and forth, like violently. 
Oh my and god! And I'm just like, this is this is getting to be too much. I mean, it's one thing to hear something go bump in the night, but it's a different story when it starts getting physical. You know, no kidding. It, it was, I stayed up all night that night just to, I guess, try to keep an eye on things. But man, it was it was terrifying there for a while. I mean, sleeping two hours a night. You think a dark entity of some sort, like a demonic presence or something? It had to be. The house was dark. Like if you would even, I never went into the house, but when he pulled up into the driveway, you could just tell that the house, there was just something wrong with it. Yeah, Just like it sucks in the the daylight. I mean, it's just dark. Like the windows, whenever you would even look those you know how most of the time you can see light through them and stuff you couldn't see light through these wow yeah i mean i I really don't know but it was yeah there besides my grandfather there was something else there and you really felt that like i said when you would go around to the south side of the house in the backyard and particularly the southwest side of it it was just like you were preparing to yourself to die you know fight or flight right then wow and you could explain it. It felt like there was just eyes on you everywhere. And yeah, did it you was. Come, did you come from a spiritual or a religious family in any respect at all? Extremely religious. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that also kind of goes with, well, you don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, very much you, so. You, it's just, you know, no. As long as we pretend and, uh, like it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No shit. <laughs> and you know, um, and you could tell the difference between, like I said, the dark. You know, obviously that experience was something very dark. Mm-hmm. But um, in I mentioned earlier, we had a game room. Uh, there was a pool table and like foosball table in this one room, and uh, I didn't buy the pool table. It was actually my grandfather's. Okay. Uh, back in his younger day, he was actually a pool shark. He loved going to the pool halls, and, I mean, he could play. You know, it's kind of a way he made money when he was younger. His, you know, he came from a poor family, and, you know, he grew up in the hall. Well, it, I found out later when the hall was closing and he had enough money, he bought one of the pool tables from this hall that he went to as a kid. And they somehow got it into the house because the thing weighs a ton guys yeah you know it's one of the old like i think it was one quarter player or something like that and sure. it, it it's heavy like a slate top or but, something uh, that yeah it's a sl- definitely slate because I, i'm pretty stout and i could only pick up one corner of the thing yeah yeah dude we had we, uh, my grand my grandpa had one of those as well and it was down in the basement of his house and it's probably still down there because even <laughs> yeah. though that nobody else even though our family uh they they don't have the house anymore it's probably still down there because it's i don't know how the hell you're gonna get that down there because it's so heavy yeah i'm right i know that yeah. exact that exact thing yeah i asked them I was, <laughs> and they said it took about eight guys to get it in the house yeah yeah man oh, yeah but um, I set it up one night 
to play a game. And then we kind of changed our mind and we decided to go to town instead. But, you know, it was still wrapped. Well, same deal again from like with the bathroom. We're walking past that room and going back to the bedroom. And, you know, you you know the sound of full ball breaking, you know, crack. Yeah. And, you know, them going. I mean, it was loud as thunder in an empty house. We heard the crack of the pool balls. And, you know, once again, we just froze in our tracks because you know there's no mistaking what that sound is you know in a quiet house so and we go in there you know real quick and there's still even a few balls moving and a couple in the pockets oh my god you know that had gone down and but you know i can just chalk that up well that was my grandfather you know right that was just him that was him messing around a little bit you know that wasn't anything dark or evil but it still gets, uh, <laughs> you find a cold spot, you know what I mean? It's like, that sure. just happened. You know, we just saw it happen. Yeah. You know, this was all the days before video cameras on cell phones and stuff is I'd have some great YouTube stuff if I could have got some of these things <laughs> on camera, but you know, you can't ask a ghost to hold still motherfucker. I need to get my Polaroid. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a- exactly. That that would I think that would be pretty fucking scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. I mean, even if you even you know suspecting it's your grandpa, and you know that you're he was, you felt like he was watching out for you or something. Even there, with you know just those things like the like breaking the. The, breaking the the cool the pool table open, you know, with breaking rack or whatever you want to, I've lost the words for it. That sound though, that breaking us apart and uh, just, I mean, if, to make it sound big, you have to put a lot of force behind it, and oh yeah, uh, and to put balls in the pockets, you have to put force behind it. Yeah, so I mean. That still would freak. That's still, I understand completely. Yeah. That's so freaky. Even if you think that you know it's friendly grandpa ghost, it's still freaky as hell. It took a lot of energy yeah. to make that move and make it yeah. do that. That's freaky. Yeah. Now, but, had your yeah, had had, friends, you know, don't put money on a pool game against him, and those <laughs> dumbasses still do it. He he had a fake leg. Yeah, that's what he had walked with the limp moves, and he would take his fake leg off, put his stump on the pool table, <laughs> stare you in the eye, and probably drop two or three balls in one shot. That's and I'm like, funny. I told you, don't put money on this. <laughs> and would, beat that old man this time. I'm like, the hell you are. Yeah. If you beat him, he's running up the bet. Okay, he's baiting you. <laughs> right. I've been playing him since I was a kid. You can't beat him. You know. That's funny, man. But that's so, an old. I mean, that's, that's an old school yeah. move, man. Take oh, the yeah. take the fake leg off, put it up there, and just watch me run the table. <laughs> that's a great move. One leg and running the, you know, just running the table on him. That's amazing. But yes. Yeah, now, had your grandpa, uh, had he met the that your the woman that he had married the first the wife uh, when you were no. young? When you were young, he never met her. Okay, no, uh, he passed away the day before the last day of my sophomore year. Okay, 
Okay. So, yeah, I had to go take my finals and stuff after his funeral. Or, uh, no, it was a couple of days. The funeral was the day before the last day. So, yeah. yeah. And so he never met her. I didn't get with her until after I graduated. Okay. I just didn't know, what, you know, if he didn't like her, maybe that was his way of saying, you know, you know, uh, that's she's a honestly bad egg or something. <laughs> yeah, apparently she was a bad egg. So I mean, I didn't get to meet her, but I got to hear her, and I was like, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> so there's always that possibility too. And I thought I was gonna have to make a trip a couple of times. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even up until like the the day I'm moving out of there. Uh, my mom actually came up to help me move and was going to stay the night, and she didn't want to because of how, you know, basically just bad the feeling was in the house. Yeah. You know, she couldn't stand it. And I'm like, you live like two and a half hours away. Well, you're going to drive home now and then drive back tomorrow? Yep. You know, then that's exactly why she said that because she couldn't stand the just that feeling of the place yeah. you know wow do you think did you did you did you do you think that that happened over time or do you think it happened like do you think it's always been that way or do you think it happened gradually that feeling if you if you, um, if you i could, don't know I remember, I remember being scared as a kid yeah you know right but i mean you just chalk it up. What kid isn't afraid of the dark? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and they were not one for leaving any lights on or anything like that. You know, they yeah. were old school. Mm-hmm. You know, you turn, you're leaving the room, you turn the damn light switch off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that type. So, yeah, it's pitch black in there and you're trying to sleep. No air conditioning in the middle of summer in Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Yeah, uh, you couldn't really fall asleep in the first place, but add creepy as hell on top of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, do you think that, is that why your grandma left? Is that why she moved out and just left everything there? Or, you know, was she just you know, trying to downgrade or just, she's just deuces? Um, I think she just, she would never say it. But, yeah, I think she just wanted out of there. I think she just wanted to leave all the memories behind and yeah, yeah. All, everything. Yeah, because like I said, she left tons of clothes. She had piles and piles of clothes, and she just left them. Wow. And, you know, uh, as, but, you know, there's no way you would ever get a straight answer because, like I said, old school farm girl. Yep. yep. Still up to this day, she still goes feeds horses and stuff, and she's had I think both hips replaced, both knees replaced. Wow. Uh, you know, she can hardly stand upright and still goes out and takes care of the horses and stuff. Yeah. And, and she's never going to change tens of garden. Yep. yep. You know, we don't have the cattle anymore or anything like that. But yeah, she would never admit. You know, if she had an eerie feeling, you know, that's just not. Not the way they would do things, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, like, you can almost, like, block it out at a certain point, you know? Like, if you deny it enough. Yeah. I'm not saying it. that's not there, but. 
you know. Yeah, but you just kind of almost find a way to ignore it, you right, know. Right. Move on. And that's the day I became a man. <laughs> oh, sorry, Weirdsville. Didn't see you there listening to Barry and Mine's conversation. But hey, we'll save that one for another time. But we do want to hear your stories about growing up, all your high school hijinks, all of your childhood rivalries, your sibling rivalries, your revenge on the siblings, all those fun family affairs, all the good times, all the laughter, all the stories you share around the Thanksgiving spread or the holiday meal or the night before where everybody goes out to the bar and gets lit. Seems like that's some kind of tradition. So contact us through our email wywspod at gmail.com You can Instagram Facebook, Twitter and also you call and leave us a message at 513-909-9821 Hey, let's get back to that story. And then that's funny. I move out of the haunted house, and we got together only about a couple months. Yeah, you know, about moved out. about six months after uh, I move out, and we see stuff all the time. <laughs> it's like yeah. when he's with me or we're together, we amplify each other. Mm. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's kind of it's weird how that has worked, but it. Was, I don't have an explanation for any of that, but. <laughs> it is when we're driving a lot. Yeah. My God, we we're seem, always on the road. And it seems like we're always trying to get home in the middle of the night. And yeah, we need to get a dash cam. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What do you like? Damn. Give us an example. What are you seeing? Like, are you seeing? Oh, okay. Yeah. This one. Entities like, or my okay. When my dad passed away last year in May. We had to go to Kingfisher. We were every our days off. We had to go to Kingfisher. We were trying to clean his house out and stuff. Yeah. And one night we came back instead of staying in a hotel like dumb people we were. We um, drove back and forth to Kingfisher each day. That's three hours. Where, where are you guys? One at? way. Where? Where? Uh, you don't have to give me the we're exact. Holdenville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're at Holden. Gotcha. So. And then one night, it storms really bad, and we went and got Abigail from my mom's, which she lives 20 miles from here. She moved down here after she broke her arm and shoulder when she fell, mm-hmm. so I could help take care of her. So we moved her close to us, and then Dad would just drive back and forth to see her. But we went and got Abigail one night, and it was storming. I mean, it's one of them, the lightnings lighting up the sky. Yeah. And it's not raining, but you can hear the thunder. The lightning is just like lighting it up like day. And all of a sudden, this gargoyle-looking thing comes flying above the trees by our car. And then he banks off behind the trees. And I'm like, please don't. Please. Please. I I was hallucinating. Please let me be hallucinating. And he was like, did you see that? Yeah, I, like, I told you I said that every time. <laughs> wow. I was like, yes. I, because I, the lightning know, lit it up. Yeah, it was wow. like a silhouette of the lightning. And I'm driving, but all I see are these giant wings. And I'm like, I know I'm tired, but 
did I just see big ass wings behind that tree or in between the two trees? And that's when I asked her, and she goes, "Yeah, I saw it too." And I'm like, "This road sucks." <laughs> I'm like, damn, we need a different route. <laughs> I have yeah, been like, I, I've I've heard um, recently from a couple of different people about these these gargoyle type things that are apparently around Kingfisher and. Oh, I've heard that all all my life. I never have heard it. Well, see, when the whole thing happened, too, um, Darren was one of the guys that was with me that that he showed me the tracks that day. Um, I think it was before all this happened. We went outside, and he comes back in, and he's just white. I mean, he's white anyway, but, I mean, he was white. And I was like, what's wrong? And he was like, I just seen this like four foot gargoyle looking thing land out there and then it flew off. Wow. And I was like, you're joking. He was like, no. He said, I am serious. He said, come here. I said, I'm not going outside. It's dark. I'm not going back out there. Yeah. And then, I mean, they've even like, I've had my car that I used to have, they would come out and tell me I had little like, claw looking things on the top when it would snow everybody's cars would have these and i was like well it's a bird and they're like no it's not a bird it's too big and you'd go out there and they'd probably be i want to say like two or three inches they would be big like something just perched on your car damn wow so this thing was not two or three inches this thing this this thing was fucking huge and i'd never heard of anything like this, and I've got no explanation of what the hell I saw. I mean, were, uh, they, were they like bat wings, or were they like feather type wings? No, they were bat, like bat. Yeah, yeah like leathery. Okay. And wow. We spoke it, to it a guy. Sorry, go ahead. Huge. I mean, I just can't get over the size of the wings. I mean, it was just. I, I've got. I was kind of at a loss for words because, what do you compare it to to kind of write that off? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that wasn't a damn owl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I have seen. I mean, yeah. this thing, you know, the wings would have been longer than the car. And all I was thinking was Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's that's the best. Yeah. Analogy I can okay. come up with. Sure. Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. And um, how do you rationalize that crap? Right. Did you see? You know? Did you see the body? Was it like a humanoid type body, or or did you just the wings? Is what you know, probably noticed the, the wings. Thing I saw. I mean, you could you could see, see like the head. Yeah. When it banked off, it banked like a like an airplane would bank. It yeah. just it went off to the right of us and went behind some trees. But you could see I could see the upper part, like kind of like the chest and the. Hit the arms were kind of like, see, like legs or nothing yeah. like that, but wow. like or facial features, or like so, but yeah, because like I said, the, it's the lightning, you know, lighting up behind the thing, so it's yeah, like yeah. just a black, yeah, was you know, Brian, uh, Brian Terrell, he had a, a similar, similar, um, that's what I was thinking of there, yeah. We had a guy on a, now, oh, a few weeks ago with a duet, I met him Saturday. Oh, you, really? That's you, 
fest. Yeah, I went to that paranormal fest that um, they had. Really? And he was there with the guys from the Bigfoot thing. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Did you yeah. did you happen to mention no, us or anything or? No, I didn't get to because there was so much. Uh, my, I was shielding myself from so much stuff there because there was a lot of people from that had witchcraft stuff and. Okay. Gotcha. Walked into the like the vendors. I started vibrating and shaking real bad. And I was like, "Oh, I've got to block myself." Right, right. Because you just feel the energy off of everything coming. And then we found out later that one of the ladies that was the vendor had a haunted doll there. Wow. And I'll have to tell you about that too because. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, we saw her. So, and you need to tell. We need to tell people what happened after you came on. Uh, the first time you were here, you said that you you had yeah. a, a dark entity or a shadow figure following you. Is that? Well, when I started talking to you guys and we, I started going back and remembering all this stuff, I kept noticing that I wish I would have told y'all because I would have flipped the camera around. I was sitting in the recliner and this little black shadow thing just kept peeking out from the hallway. Wow. It would just peek out and go back peek out and go back well then it would move like towards the kitchen and then it would come back and i was like oh i'm gonna have to smoke this house off when i get done see when i saw it was door you know because i only saw it once but i'm like oh here we go again (laughs) get the sage i do i sage a lot around here i've threatened to start growing this stuff around our house (laughs) Did you, because, be, yeah, it's, you know, you wouldn't be a bad, uh, you know, weekend uh, thing, you know, going to all the your, the fairs and uh, the supernatural fairs and whatnot, selling yeah. uh, homegrown Oklahoma sage, man. Yeah, I know. There we go. Yeah. T- time to get the business cards ready. There you go. <laughs> Is... Is the is the ability to see these things and experience this type of energy that you experience? Is that something that you did you did you notice that early on in your life, or at what point? Uh, huh? When we were little, it, it's um, you guys remember Billy, don't you? Yeah, Billy Altizer. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, did you, did you guys ever know where he lived? I don't Way know. out there in the country. I don't think so. Okay, you know where Dead Indian, you know where Dead Indian Creek is. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not that anymore. But if you go, is that the politically correct term? <laughs> Actually, that's what it was called. I that's know what it was called. Yeah. 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 Um, but he lived way out in the country, and Dead Indian Creek would go around his house, mm-hmm. and he lived at the top of the hill, and then way down there, you could walk down this hill, and there would be like a flat land, and when we were all little, because he was my cousin, and we'd go out there to my Aunt Bonnie's all the time. But when we were all little, I'd say about five, six years old, there would be this little Indian boy that would come across the creek. Mm. And he would play with us, all of us. And we called him Charlie. And he would say, okay, when the sun would start going down, he's like, okay, I got to go home. Well, then he would walk across the creek, and we would always wonder where he'd go, because there's no houses back there. Sure. Well, we can't. We found out <laughs> there was a little boy that died back there a long time ago. Wow. We were playing ghost. Whoa. Wow, man. Yeah. Damn. So we've been able to 
see a lot. Were you forthcoming with that kind of stuff when you were a kid to your folks? Like, was um, that was I, that was that kind of thing encouraged? Um, actually, yeah, because mom and dad, both of them, would tell us if we see anything, we need to let them know. Okay, right. Because we would see, like, um, there were times when we would see, I want to say, like, little demons. Mm-hmm. I want to call them little demons. Mm-hmm. We would see those. And and I hate to say this, but a lot of the churches that we would go to when I was little, yep. they would end up being, like, crawling with demons. Sure. Oh, I could yeah. see that. I could see that. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, Especially the old church down there by the railroad tracks. Really? It it was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. And it got to the point where I'm like, I don't even want to go to church anymore. Yeah. It's, inter- so, it's interesting. Yeah, I, it's well, in- interesting, Becky, because we've known you your whole life. You know, it's yeah. like, I mean, we've knew, we knew you as a kid, you know, not, not so much as an adult. But, like, I'm just thinking back, like, growing up that way, like, that must have been some freedom there because so many people come in, you know, at this from a situation where maybe their, their family doesn't um, um, respect that. You know what I mean? That ability to say, hey, these things happen and come to us if you see something. Like a lot of people don't have that. So I could see how um, as a person that would be a, uh, a pretty comforting thing as a kid. You know, yeah. Now, dad used to dad when we'd get in trouble or something, he'd be like, "Y'all don't get in here. The little people are gonna get you." Yeah. Have you seen little people? Because I remember, I don't remember who was told me the first time that I've heard about little people, but I think it was from, um, I don't know if it was Alan or Alfred, uh, Romanos that had said it, but somebody was talking about it, and I no, was. What was that? They did see them at Concho. Yeah. I know the head start over there. I think I told you guys the last time I was on about the head start. They seen little people. They were summoning the kids, trying to get the kids to come to them. Mm. Man. And stuff. And then when we went on our honeymoon last year, um, we went to Robber's Cave and we went hiking. And we went way off trail. Yeah, we went way out there. Yeah, I, I don't even think we were supposed to be back there. And I picked up these two little pine cones because I thought Abigail will love these because they're tiny, little bitty. And all of a sudden, I look over and I see something move to my right. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I look over and there's this little bitty tiny. He's probably not even two foot tall running between these little trees. And I'm like, oh, do I put them back or do I take them? So, um Wow. Then he was gone. I started recording, and he was gone. Yeah, I couldn't find. Robbers. And then so I had back. So I took the little pine cones, but I went back and got some candy from the car and went back and gave it to him. I think it was some of the wedding men. (laughs) It was our wedding men. So I went back and got them. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Robert, huge bag, car. Robbers Cave, right? Is that? Yeah. Was that the? What they thought was the was it Jesse James or who was it that they thought is that right? Am I getting my stories mixed yeah. up? I think that's the one. 
That's yeah. robbers' caves where Jesse and them were supposed to have hid for a ha- while. Yeah, and they like stat. They think they stashed some stuff there or something. Yeah, something and trust like me, that. you can't find that cave. We walked around forever trying to find that cave, <laughs> and then finally we found it. And I was like, no wonder that nobody. We circled find it. it three times. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow, is it big? Yeah. We were standing on top of it and didn't realize it. Wow. Now he's six foot and he can go in it. Yeah. But then as you big. get to the back, you have to. Yeah. Duck. Now I had to get kind of crouched down because I tried to go all the way to the back. But yeah, it gets real tight real quick. <laughs> Is there graf- graffiti, graffiti in there or anything? Or Yes. Is Unfortunately. It? Okay. Yeah. That sucks. That's a bummer. It is, man. Yeah. No, it's got a lot of the old gangs would carve like their names or something like that into the rock. And, mm. you know, need to see, you know, I love Jim Bob written on there yeah. in spray paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For I mean, sure. For sure. I've always been curious yeah. about that spot because I've heard, I've heard things here and there about it, but I've never, never knew where it was and I never had the opportunity to check it out. So. Um, yeah, we actually scared the person when we were back there. Yeah. Mm. Across the, they were across this little dam way. I guess there's camping, private camping back there. And we're. I guess we weren't supposed to be back there because we've seen signs that says you're off trail or something. And so I'm standing there and we see him walk up to the pond or the lake or whatever back there. And I'm just standing there waiting for him to notice us. And when he looks up, he's like, oh, shit. And he was, oh my god, oh my god! And I start laughing. I'm cracking up. I was like, "Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to be back here." Oh, you know, that's uh, not far from there is where we found the the rock stack too. Yeah, we found a pile of rocks stacked up, and we found tree structures. Wow. Huh. Yeah. What kind yeah, of? Like I said, what we what did, you talk about? Like. Sasquatch street uh, tree structures, or yeah, like yeah. these trees are really tall and thin, but they're all bent over. Wow, and like crisscrossed together, yep. and yep, yeah. And I want to say the the rock pile we found that was like seven or eight rocks almost tall, wasn't it? Or yeah, I mean, I was like, okay, either someone's really bored and wanting to mess with people, or let's take a picture of that anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually have of it. You was? I was like, you know, somebody could have been out there, but. I have a picture of it and a tree structure you have a pic- out there. You have a picture of it? Yeah. Somewhere on my phone. You got to send it. Yeah. yeah. Now, was it a, uh, the rock pile, was it kind of like, like one of those balancing rock things that people do to mark trails, or was it like. Some kind of an assembled, like, I don't know. No, it's just, like, all stacked on top of each other, like, mm-hmm. balanced. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's, like, way off trail. Yeah, because, like I said, it wasn't on the yeah, trail. Yeah, it was off trail. Uh, so. Yeah, wow, wow. And that was what was kind of odd, because I guess that's what we were talking about, was we went to about where the trail ends, and we're like, well, why do you say we go that way and just keep going? Right. And we did. Probably a mile. Yeah, we hiked yeah. for what three hours. You know, yeah, we were out there direction. for about three hours. Damn. So, I mean, and you could hear like it was funny because, like, we would stop and look at stuff, and it could you could hear like little footprints behind us or footsteps. And I was told Chad, I said, I think something's following us. And I thought maybe it was like 
course, I'm thinking squirrels. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm thinking people. Yeah, sure. That, that's where her brain would go. That's where mine would go. So, <laughs> damn, that's the end. <laughs> yeah. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> now, how much Bigfoot? How much Bigfoot action have you guys experienced, or have you experienced much in the area that you're in now? And more than I want to. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you know, I wasn't really what you'd say like a believer or anything like that. Um, at the time, we weren't living here in town, but I was working here, and we lived. Uh, two towns over in Matumka, so uh, I'd have to drive home every night. And um, we had some bad fires out here a few years back. Okay. Like, yeah, really man. bad. A lot of acres were lost. Yep. And so I'm driving home, and of course, on this night, I was on my Harley. You know, I wouldn't be in a car. No, that'd be too nice. <laughs> and. Um, and guess what? This is only about a mile from where we talked about that gargoyle thing. Remember when we said this road sucks? Yeah. Yeah, we see everything on this road. Mm. And um, so, but at the same time, when you take the same route home, you you know what stands out. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Yep. You know, when something's different, you notice it, yeah. even in the dark. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so I'm coming up to this one little area, and... I'm, I used to be a fireman, and so with this many fires around, I'm also looking out, hey, guys, so, you know, somebody could be coming out of the smoke. Sure. Or, you know, at any time, or a fire truck could come out one of these roads just barreling out trying to get somewhere. Yep. Because it was bad. And um, I noticed something up on, uh, you know, just down the road a little ways. I'm like, oh, that's kind of strange. I don't remember there being a cedar tree next to the road, you know. That's usually cleared back. That's mm-hmm. this is weird, and it was you know it wasn't a big cedar tree or nothing, but I was like that's something's just kind of odd here, and so I start slowing down, and I'm getting closer and closer, and I'm like, what is? I know there's not a tree there, and at this point, you know, I'm doing maybe twenty five thirty, and I'm getting pretty close to it, and I'm like, that cedar tree's moving. It's it's walking back towards the fence line. And, you know, I'm tired from work, you know, just kind of brain dead, and I'm not putting any kind of two and two together. And then I'm like, that cedar tree just stepped over a fence. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm just barely crawling at this speed, you know, at this point, like maybe 15, 20 miles an hour, almost to a stop on the damn highway. And just when I get just level with it, it looked, I could just go kind of see the shadow at this point. It looked like a cedar tree next to another one with the top lobbed off, you mm-hmm. know. So it's just, and then all of a sudden, light bulbs, dipshit, that's not a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I figure out, that's shoulders. Yeah. And it just stepped a five rung barbed wire fence. Didn't jump over, it stepped that's over it, dipshit. Geez. And then I figure out, hey, my Harley can do 125 miles an hour before she tops out. <laughs> I flew down that fucking highway just praying that I didn't see a cop or fireman or nothing like that. And by the time I get to the apartment, I'm so shaken because, like I said, guys, I'm not a, I'm, I didn't know anything about 
Bigfoot, you know, other than, hey, you, know, you know, <laughs> yeah, freaking beef jerk commercials. Right, right. And, you know, and never, and I've spent my whole life in the woods and never seen anything. You know, I've seen some peculiar things, but not that. Yeah. And um, I've been involved with pro wrestling. I'm used to being around big guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm a, on the indie scene here in uh, Oklahoma. And do you wrestle? This thing, abuse. Uh, I used to wrestle till I got hurt. Uh, now I'm just a manager. Okay. Do you happen to know what was Gar- what's Gary's ring name? Do you know Adam? Well, he was. Uh, I think at one point he was Mister X or something like that. Okay. And then I don't remember, but that he had two personalities. Gary Tool. Gary Tool. He used to Gary wear a mask. Yeah, he used to wear a mask. Yeah. He would have been a big Did dude, probably with a big X over the front I of it. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I worked a show with him. Uh, God, that was a long time ago. It would have been a, yeah, was it in Mid-South. Was that at Mid-South? Um, guys, I've know. been hitting the head a lot, guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it would have been, been like at least 20 years ago. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every bit. Oh, okay, no. Because no, uh, uh, I wasn't managing back then. No. No, because uh, at that time I was... You started, uh, for, what, six years ago again? Yeah, well, back because uh, when I wrestled, that was only about seventeen years ago. Oh. Okay, so it still might it was be twenty that... years ago, but I've seen him. Yeah, it still may be in that time frame because, like, he had two characters, right? He was the Mister or Doctor X or whatever was a heel, and he had an X on the. He wore a mask and he had an X. Uh, my suggestion, by the way, whenever he first told me. Um, that he was gonna get start getting into it. I was like, dude, you gotta wear a mask. Anyway, he had he had um <laughs> I think in eastern Oklahoma he was a heel and in western um he was more of a he was a baby face, but I don't know what his if he had a character name or something. But um that would have been I mean, it would have been late nineties and early two thousands. So I, I Yeah, you were you describing know, and he was kind of, at, and he would do it every periodically afterwards, up until just a few years ago when he retired it. But yeah, so I don't okay, know. So yeah. yeah, I mean, he. Huh. Yeah. So there's a, yeah, there's a chance we've crossed paths at one place or another and not known. No, I don't think I've ever worked with him directly. Yeah, because but that mask sounds familiar. Josh and um, his brother is Father Padge, and. Cardinal sin, yeah, <laughs> from nice. Vatican. Nice, <laughs> and yeah, my brother, he's he's been wrestling a long time, and he's gone all over, and he's the one that talked me into coming back to and being a manager, and uh, but that kind of you know plays into it. Yeah, I'm I've met guys from the WWE, you know, and stuff like that, and yeah. so some of them guys are huge. Mm. The uh, from was it TNA? Yeah, yeah. The Abyss is a big guy, and I, I always chuckle because my memories of the Abyss is sitting out behind uh, the what Sugar was Creek? yeah Sugar Creek Casino, and we're talking about uh, the shrimp at Chili's. And I'm, <laughs> you have that I'm sitting here talking to the Abyss about Chili's food, wishing we had one around here so That's we could great. go eat. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. 
you guys wrestled Charlie Haas. Yeah, Charlie Haas from the WWE. Uh, oh, yeah, we had yeah. a match with him. He was and, another Oakland uh, boy, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was a wrestler for Oklahoma State and then went on to be in the WWE. Wow. Yeah. We got to uh, see, um, they got to wrestle with um, Nick James that night, one yeah. night. Yeah, Nick, uh, Mickey James. Mickey from, James. Yeah, Mickey James oh, yeah. from WWE. Nice. Yeah, she was there. Um, but, yeah, getting to know guys, like I said, of this size, you know, and this thing was way bigger than anyone I've been in the ring with. Damn. I mean, just how broad. I mean, it was like a wall standing there. Wow. So, yeah, it scared the shit out of me. So, my one, and I can't say I saw a Bigfoot. I cannot say because. You saw something. I saw something. Big. But I don't know what else is big enough out there that could yeah. step over a fence and it damn near fence. make me shit my pants. A fence like that, the posts are going to be up. Probably four and a half, five feet, wouldn't he? Wouldn't, wouldn't, am I yeah. right? Easy. Yeah. Yeah. So and uh, and he kind of stepped over it. Jeez. Damn. And uh, I still look at that tree, you know, because I, I use that as a marker. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. that's where I saw. Now the tree is bigger, so I don't have much. You know anything to gauge the height on because this was what seventeen and seventeen yeah twenty seventeen okay. so because that's it, the tree's way bigger now but because yeah, it was right before we moved here yeah so I just, you know I got out and went and stood next to the tree you know a few months after that and I was like God damn that's that's huge that's a you know to be a, yeah that's a tall crotch so, is what that is yeah yeah that or for hanging on the bar I mean yeah. shit. Uh, but uh, it, my one encounter there, that was enough. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we and we've, we've we've said this before that when we have hunters on that um, have these sightings, there's more validity there because you you actually know what you're you know you know more than the average person that's never stepped foot in the woods. Yeah, you can tell what's what, you know, I and mean, then you may not be able to know what exactly it is that you're looking at, but you know that it's not normal. It's not a normal experience. Yeah, and you're also you're also able to like give it a really good evaluation of of size, right? And 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 weight, generally speaking, because you know how big you know the animals in that area are. Yeah, and uh, that was a big one for sure. Yeah, I mean. Around here, there's nothing but deer, raccoon, crackheads, and, you know, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and not to mention, that stretch of road, there's barely a house every, you know, half mile. Yeah. You know, there's nothing out there. Mm-hmm. The fields. It's just fields. But now, like I said, those fields back behind it, they were all on fire, you yeah. know, back out mm-hmm. that direction. So that's the only thing I could think of is whatever that was was trying to get away from the wildfire. I see. And I just happened to be the one dumbass out there in the middle of the night driving past it. Right. Uh, wow, wow. That's where I've seen that. I don't know what. I can't say I've seen a dog, man. I don't know that's what. Same I stretch of road, guys. Yeah. Within a mile of this one, too. Okay. What, what, what's, what, what stretch of road is it so that we can send people out, you know, to investigate and 
come back with some more stories I, to share. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them go when it's storming at night. That's when you see the most. Yeah. Um, um, it's Highway 75. 75. Okay. Between Town and Wetumpka. So we're looking for a little help from our friends. We need you, our loyal listeners, to help us spread the word about the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Just go to your current podcast provider, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, YouTube. We're just about everywhere. Hit the subscribe button, download the podcast, give us a thumbs up, hit the like button, give us the highest rating you can, and give us a review. The What's Your Weird Story podcast is a community effort. Without our friends and listeners, it wouldn't be possible to do what we do. So please help us out by spreading the word. Is there any significance to that stretch? As far as you guys know, as far as Native Native American or... I know there's a lot of creek around here. Mm. I've heard there's a lot of shapeshifters around here too. Mm. County. I don't know squat. I just know, damn, that road sucks at night. Yeah. Yeah. And it, well, what I seen there was during the day, I had just, it was probably about five o'clock. I had just got off work. It's when I worked at Dairy Queen over there and I went and got Abigail from my mom's and we were coming home and she went to sleep because if I hadn't had her, I would have stopped and take, I would have taken pictures because this thing, I to this day, I have no idea what it is. It was gray and hairless. It looked like a dog. Except for the fact that when a dog stands up, it's level, but this one didn't. It slanted in the back. The back legs were like a lower, hyena. Like a hyena, yeah. Okay. And it had no hair on it. The tail was really long and like really, really long, like a rat's tail. Wow. And then huh. the face didn't have the long snout, it was pushed up. And flat in the front, and the ears were huge. And when it opened its mouth, you could just—it looked like it had a grimace on its face, hmm. and all the teeth in it. You could see the teeth. Wow! How big was and it? How big she was didn't it? about this thing to me. Yeah, I didn't tell any. I didn't tell him for a long time because I was like, I'm not telling nobody. But if I hadn't had Abigail, I probably would have stopped. And taking pictures because it stopped. It went across the road. It bounded from one side to the middle to the other side, and then it stopped. And as I drove by, it turned around and looked at me. Damn! How big was it? I want to say it's almost the same size as a Great Dane. Damn, that's a big. That's a big a animal. Full size Great Dane. Ooh. But the legs in the back are shorter Weird. than the front legs. Huh. That. So when it ran, it ran like a hyena would run. Right, right, yeah. Interesting. That's weird. And the reason why I said she didn't say a word to me about it is I'll be damned if we're not coming back down that road one night and I almost hit this bitch with the car. Wow. Okay. And so I said, did you see that? <laughs> it's like, that's the second time. And I was like, what are you you saw that fucking thing in front of the car. I was like, when did I miss the first one tonight? And then she tells me, no, I saw it a long time ago. And I'm like, 
that son of a bitch has been floating around here for a while then because yeah the mouth is what i saw it's weird yeah she's described it perfectly the whole face there's no canine snout at all it's almost flat with this huge wide mouth wow man it it was there's no way to describe it because all i could you know so I was like, there's a hairless hyena that just ran in front of us in Oklahoma. What the fuck was that? Yeah. But they're big. But it, but it was big. I mean. And it had a, a dog body as long and lean like that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, real lean, no hair, smashed up face, mouth full of teeth, and it can haul ass, guys, because it was across the road and just. Like she said, just bounce, like two bounce because yeah. we're coming back and it's just boom, boom, gone. Wow. And I'm like, God, I don't know. Yeah, this one didn't stop. This the yeah. one at night didn't stop. But the one, the icing stopped and looked back. But I have, that that's another one that, like, between that one and the gargle, what the hell are those things? Is I don't know any other way to describe it as the gargoyle and the hyena thing. Yeah. As I don't know what it is. Have you had anyone but, anyone else say anything to you about things that they've seen like that, or you, or you? I mean, or do you even say anything to anybody? I don't talk to a lot of people around here about stuff like that. Yeah. I, yeah. Every once in a while, I'll kind of dip a toe in and see what they think about Bigfoot. Yeah. Because usually, if somebody brings up Bigfoot. You know, you're only going to you know if somebody believes, they'll start talking about it. Yeah. If they don't. They'll make fun of it, and then you leave it alone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Yep. So I really don't bring it up a whole lot. But if we both hadn't seen the things, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. I yeah. saw it firsthand. And I don't believe it. Yeah. Is you can't, like I said, you can't rationalize what was that. Maybe it was a dog with mange. What are they putting in the water then? Yeah. Because <laughs> that thing was fucked up. That was some hills have eye shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that the face is the thing that really throws me off with it being like yeah, that's flat not- face like that. Because if it had a if it would have had a snout, I would have put it up to a coyote or a wolf that had mange. Yeah. I've I've seen coyotes that have mange. Um this this was not a coyote. At all. It, it was way too big. Yeah, it was way too big for one to be a coyote. And then squatting in the in its hindquarter, I mean, unless it was malformed, but still is too big. And fast. Yeah. Because uh, most dogs that are deformed like that can't run that fast. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like I said, I- we see a lot. Oh, when we came back from the Sabaton concert. Yeah, from this Dallas. is pretty recent. Yeah, okay. when we came back from Dallas, we went to see Sabaton for our anniversary. And sitting in the ditch between Tupelo and Wapanaka, there is this big, huge, gorilla-looking thing sitting in the ditch on the side of the road. <laughs> and he was like, did you see that? And I was like, nope. <laughs> Didn't see yep. it. That's that's the response I get every time, guys. Hey, nope. did you see that? Nope. Yeah. Keep driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the you yes, saw it. I seen it. You yeah. saw it. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that you know, was that was at night. That was at night. 
Yeah, yeah. it was at night. And we're talking like 2.30 in the morning. Gotcha. No cars on the road, just us. Yeah, we're the only headlights out there in any direction and just sitting there chilling in a ditch, sitting sitting on its butt. Yep. Ugh. The bright lights hit it I'm and it lit it up, you. and I'm like, oh, just keep on going. We've got to get a dash cam. <laughs> I don't know. Amazing storage on it because we drive too far. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Between the ghost and the... Everything we see is crazy. That's wild. So now, now I'm wanting to go ghost investigating just to see if we can pick uh, stuff up. But I can only imagine because... I'd run. Yeah, I'd I started to say, she's scared of her own shadow. I scared her <laughs> rounding a corner. She knew I was home. And I'm like... <laughs> With a GoPro. I'm going to be like that guy in the haunted house and I'm going to grab the ghost and take off with the ghost running and Chad's going to be standing there. Uh, yeah. Easy. Now this is going to go. Yeah. Easy to scare would not, would not be good with a person that can like is sensitive to these types of things. <laughs> you have to build yourself up to see them. It's. Like I said, Saturday when I went to the Paranormal Fest, um, we went and seen. She does a lot of investigations around Oklahoma. I can't remember what her group is called. I'll have to look her up. Okay. But she brought a haunted doll in. And she was talking about, you know, seeing stuff and everything like that. And so she uncovers this haunted doll and it's a nun. And it's only probably about like this big. And it's in a box that's been blessed and everything. Well, as soon as she took the cover off, I started getting sick. Mm. And I'm like, oh, great. I started getting a really bad headache. Mm. And and she's standing up there talking. And as soon as she would move over by the box, this white light behind her would, like, get bright. And then she'd move away, and it would kind of dim down. She'd move back. It would get bright. And it was taller than her. It outlined her. And so I look over at my nephew, who was with me, my brother, Jeremiah, and my nephew were with me and he's sitting there and he's blinking and he keeps moving his head. And I'm like, so I start talking to her and I asked her, I can't remember what I asked her first. And then I asked her, I said, well, who's with you? Who's around you? And so she told us she has a spirit guide named Paul. Hmm. And I said, is that, that that's the white light that's around you. And my nephew looks at me and goes, you see it too? He said, I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me. Wow. And she's like, you guys can see that? And I was like, yeah, we can see it. It gets stronger the closer you move to that box, and it dims when you move away from wow. it. Wow. Runs in the family. It's very clear. I start to say exactly. That's what I was about to say. Very clearly in the family because our daughter is, I believe she can see stuff too. Yeah. As, um, there was one night... How old was she? We were here. So she three, four? Three or four years old. And um this bed and breakfast is doing what they call the uh a daddy daughter date night. Yeah. You go and you get a meal and you know, dessert and you dance and yep. and this is an old, old place, old mansion. And uh it's been married. a yeah, we actually got married there later. It's haunted. Yeah, it's haunted, but um uh, <laughs> We, uh, we've had a great time, you know, we're dressed up, we've had our dinner and uh, we're dancing in the living room and she's just all smiles. 
And then all of a sudden she looks down the hallway and she just freezes in her tracks and just won't move. And those smile just starts fading. Her eyes are widening and she starts breathing heavy and just next thing I know it, she's in pure terror. Wow. And I'm like, there's nothing down the hallway. I mean, it's just, there's nobody there. Everybody that's in the house is out here with us. And she starts crying and everything like that. And she's like, I just, I want to go home. I want to go home. I'm like, we were having a great time. I want to go home now. And so, of course, you know, we leave. You know, I'm not going to, whatever spooked her, did it, did it good. And she never would tell me what she saw, but now she did tell you. Yeah, she, I got it out of her finally when she got home, and she quieted down, and I asked her, I said, Abigail, what happened? And she was like, the lady in the pink dress with the black eyes was watching me. Mm. And that's all she would say. Wow. And yeah, and she would leave it at that and never wow. would tell me. But wow. The that's pure panic across this kid's face and that's when i'm like you're like mommy yep. you know you are you know because you know when she's having a good time she's all giggles but this went from you know delightful to dread wow you know and so that's when i knew i was like no she can see yeah uh so she played what we sold my dad's house in May of this year, and we went to go the final touches on it when we went back to Kingfisher. And I'm out talking to my mom on the porch, and Abigail's in the house, and I hear knocking, like somebody's knocking on a door in the house. And she's running from door to door, going, Papa, Papa, and chasing. And then, like, she would get over there to the door, and then you'd hear a knock somewhere else, and then she'd go running back, and she'd be like, Papa, wow. Papa. Wow. Just playing hide and seek with my dad. Wow. That was girl. That yeah. That, that was absolutely that was, little girl. They wow. were like inseparable. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, it's very clear it runs family. Yeah. Right. And somehow I just amplify her. I don't have an explanation for that. I mean, I've always kind of had a a sense about, you know. I've always chalked it up to like your awareness in the woods. Right. You know, that feeling you get when there's a predator around, you know. Yep. I have had a couple encounters with mountain lions and stuff like that. And you do get that, you know, freezing your tracks, something's wrong. Sure. And then you spot that some bitch, you know, just down the trail a little ways, peeking out of a tree. Yep. And it's you know, I didn't have an explanation other than that, but it seems like when we're around each other, we definitely see more things. And damn, why can't we be around each other and like make more money or something? <laughs> no, we get to see. Stars. How is that our superpower? Hey, you gotta go. That? You gotta go get those green candles or whatever you're supposed to light for for money. Uh, <laughs> you know. We bought the blood red one, so I, I knew that was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I mean, Dang. really, uh, that's crazy. I mean, you know, but I think it's also great that that gets passed down. I mean, 
I don't know if that's a gift I'd want uh, because the yeah no. you know we've we've had so many people on talk about their gifts and stuff and it's like damn the turning it off aspect the you know and the the inability it's hard to do yeah the inability to make that just stop would be so difficult to deal with yeah it is it's hard to do but you being a mother i mean uh, you're able to to make her understand or hopefully you know get her to understand things that uh, oh she yeah that's good so cuz she's wanting to go She's a bigger chicken than I am. Yeah, and she's always both like scared to death of everything. She's like, yeah. let's go to an abandoned building at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's got to come though. Had <laughs> some antifreeze to a car, and she's in the back seat losing her mind. I'm like, and you want to go go to? Are you kidding? <laughs> You're sitting in the back seat of a car with an apple juice. <laughs> come on, that's hilarious. And, yeah, you know, but. At first, I didn't know, you know, of course, how do you bring that up when you're first starting dating each other? Oh, by the way, I see weird shit. I see yeah. people. You know, it's yeah. like yeah. the best thing to bring up. So I didn't know any of this at first. And sure. uh, we're driving back from Seminole. And yeah. it's, uh, there's another one. Did you see that? Nope. Nope. Uh, it's, it's raining out. I have noticed storms or anything kind of odd amplify you really see more sure and i know a lot of people chalk that up oh it was just the weather playing on your imagination i'm like motherfucker it was seven feet from us you know it's not hard to imagine something when you're not talking about out in a field yeah it's next to the car Mm -hmm. and um so and it's it's not even dark yet. The sun's starting to go down, but it's still very light. It was raining. Yeah, but it was raining, yeah. and you know, but I see I, we coming down this big hill back from Seminole, and I'm like, the hell is that on the right side of the road? Just it, it's real short, and just standing, there. you know, just standing there, and I'm not slowing down or nothing. I'm still going. And I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's just kind of brown, and I'm trying to make it out. And the only thing I can kind of compare it to, have you ever seen, uh, what is it, Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Yep. You know, with the phone. Yep. Yeah. It looks something kind of like that, but it was only about three feet tall. And it's just standing next to the damn road. And But the weird thing, when we get real close when we're almost to, I'd say, 15 feet, you know, and we're traveling at about 55 or so, and when we're just almost to it, it literally just, the color just blends into the background and it's just gone. It blended into the rocks behind it and it just disappeared. And I'm like, you could see the shadow from the thing. It was standing there. Wow. And it just vanished. And I'm kind of reluctant to say anything to her because I'm like, (laughs) I think I just saw a demon... Goat man standing on the side of the road, but how was your second date? You, know? <laughs> you opened a can uh, of worms. So yeah, that's when that line I think very first started. Wow. Yeah. Hey, nope. did you see that thing on the right side of the road? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I didn't see nothing. Yeah, I didn't see nothing either. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, Talked I mean, about yeah, a little it, later. it's yeah, it's it's. I was just going to say it's it's like uh 
in relationships, sometimes you don't know why you're drawn to people, but you are. And clearly in your guys's case, you were drawn to that energy, yeah. you know? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, we have so yeah. much in common. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's probably why we butt heads. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> yep. I get it. I've but, been married. Yeah, it's, it's weird I've been, to step out. Yep. Yep. A, a good marriage has got some headbutting. That's 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 how you uh, you know. That's how you figure it out. I mean, uh, I, we appreciate again you guys coming on. I mean, I, f- I feel like your existence together is an interesting one. For sure. <laughs> We need cameras. That's all. Yeah, we need yeah, GoPros. We, 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 get, get some cameras, yeah. man. Yeah, just get some GoPros, set them up everywhere you go. Yeah. And uh, there you go. I, I thought about doing it here in the house because every once in a while we'll have stuff in the house. And I was like, I don't know if I really want to see something in the house. Yeah, let's pass on that one. Just yeah. keep the sage burning. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-R dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors becky and chad thanks for coming on great stories nice to hear some a little bit of oklahoma history in there i i thought Mm -hmm. that was really cool you know that's something that you know i'm really proud of being an oklahoman and um we have a really interesting story in this state and a lot of people have probably never heard of of what is a boomer and a sooner and all that kind of stuff. And I know that people have heard it, but it's cool to kind of get some background, have a, a family member on of a, of, a, of a family that's been here in this state since it began. Uh, very mm-hmm. cool, very cool stories. And also spooky stuff happening at his house. And that would yeah. freak me out, man. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, uh, you know, Barry, Barry and I are both unapologetic uh, Oklahomans. We love being Oklahomans, being Oklahomies. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it is, it's always fun to talk to someone from our hometown, but also get someone who's from other parts of our home state and share all these amazing stories. And, uh, yeah, because, I mean, like, it's just so much. Gosh, there was so much. Chad's house and all the experiences that they've had. Yeah. Um, it's just amazing. So thanks for bringing those 
uh, to our Thanksgiving table. Um, I would really like – I would like to have met his grandpa, man. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, a, a pool shark on one leg, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take, a le- take his leg off and, and, and hustle people. That would be yep. amazing. Yeah. He's definitely been a fun grandpa. Absolutely. Um, sure. And uh, but yeah, uh, more flying weirdness. Like yeah, we have yeah. In Oklahoma, those weird kind of flying things. Yeah, that we heard about. Um, you know, when we talked to Brian, and then also the gargoyle things. Yep. Which I've, if I've heard, you know, other people um, from the Kingfisher area um, talk have reported on, and uh, we'll have some of those that stuff coming up fairly soon here. But like, I've never, I'd never heard anything like that. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, I think with some of the things that were happening around Kingfisher, uh, a lot of it, we were walled off from it um, by uh, by growing up. Um, as we did in our growing up in the churches that we did. And we weren't in our culture was church culture. Yeah, our culture yeah. was Methodist culture and, you know, and, 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 and football and stuff like that. We did not sadly uh, didn't get a lot of native American culture and real, you know, uh, true uh, exposure to that which was, I, 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 it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a shame. It's a downright shame because it's such a beautiful thing. And I know we both have, uh, in our heritage, we both have, uh, native American blood. So, yeah, it's very, um, it very close to our, our upbringing. And yet we were sort of, um, walled off to yeah. that. And, yeah. uh, but you know what it's, um, you learn as a kid, you learn that those things are around and then as you get older you start to discover you know what that what that's yeah. all about and to have these conversations it's it's just great it's a great yeah. thing and so we hope you guys enjoyed it i know that we did and um hoping that you guys have have enjoyed your thanksgiving or are going to enjoy your thanksgiving and uh we appreciate you guys tuning in listen to us and i can promise you that we've got some more stuff coming that you guys are really going to love Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, we're going to be going out with uh, the year in style as we rap- rapidly approach, um, you know, the end of the year, uh, the end of 2022 um, and getting on with that, you know, to the next one. Oh, it's exciting. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't even believe it. It's almost <laughs> yeah. uh, we're working on year number five here. It's just insane. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. Um, and we couldn't have done it without uh, all of you, Weirdsville. Uh, so we thank you once again. We are thankful for you, Weirdsville. We're thankful for our listeners. We're thankful for all of our guest storytellers, all of our friends, um, supporters, all of our special uh, correspondents, and um, everybody that makes this thing happen and it keeps us going and uh you know we we truly do love you guys so um don't forget your assignment right is to go is is to bring up some kind of odd subject at the thanksgiving table with the with your with your relatives and then you gather up those stories and then you bring them here, and we will have the greatest Thanksgiving leftovers. Oh, 
I can't, I can't wait. Absolutely. All right, guys, uh, be safe out there. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.